Hi, I'm Rachel Cook. I'm Corey Santiago, and this is Delete Delete If If Not Not Allowed. We're back. Season two, baby. It's been a couple weeks since we've been on break. Um, And Rachel, you went back to work like just as we left. So like, let's catch up on what happened over the holiday. Like, how is it back at work? Like, how did everything go for you? Well, can we just acknowledge that you are um, podcasting from bed, which I I fully support. I am. This is Um, not my usual. This is very unprofessional. I'm like crooked looking like we're going to have to do some. We're going to have to fix it. I love it. I think that we I think we should only podcast from bed. Yeah, if if it literally it wasn't such a precarious setup, um, I would do this always. But so the reason I'm podcasting from bed is because um, I actually feel like have you ever seen that gif of like the dumpster fire, but it's in the river, like going <laughs> through the street. That's kind of how I feel. Because um, break was chaotic as fuck, and then right at the end, like on New Year's Day, I started like I had like a cough, and I wasn't thinking anything of it, and then. Over like an hour from like six, seven, I was like, wow, I feel like shit. Exactly, girlfriend. And I was like, oh, I'm not feeling so great. Like, I'll sleep it off. It'll probably be fine in the morning. And I woke up in the morning. I like could not get out of bed. I was like stiff, coughing. Like, I was like, I think I have the flu. And I had just gotten my flu vaccine like two weeks before. So I'm like, please let it not be. It's like, I don't have time for this. My GP like doesn't see pregnant women. And she like left anyway. So I call my OB. I'm like, what do I do? They're like, go to urgent care and get tested for everything. So I go to urgent care, wait an hour. They swab me for everything. And then, you know, they do all the swabs in my throat at once. Has that ever happened to you? Um, No. Okay. They're... So she had three and then <laughs> stuck them in the back of my throat like a fork. No, that just, does I, not sound right. I was like, you know, I'm pregnant and I'm just going to pop off at any second. Why would you like trigger the gag reflex like that? She's like, it'll be quick. That's insane. Yeah, so they did that, and then she was like, if any of these are positive, there's really nothing you could do anyway. You could take Tamiflu, but it could also give you terrible side effects, and we can't tell you what to do anyway because you're pregnant. Here's a nasal swab, and then they did that again, almost gagged me. I'm like, cool. Everything came back negative, so I called my OB. I'm like, what do I do? They're like, okay, come in. They, like, did a check on the baby. Baby's fine. Um, And then she's, like, asking me all these questions, like, taking my temperature, checking my pulse ox, like, checking my lungs, and she's like, well... Whatever this is, even if it is the flu or COVID, because you could still have that and just test negative because you're early. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Um, she's like, whatever you have, like, baby will be fine, um, but you're going to feel pretty bad. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then she's like, you know, you could take, like, you could do saline, you could do a humidifier. I'm like, I'm talking about, like, over-the-counter drugs. Like, what can I take? Like, I need something bigger than um, a saline nasal mist that's just not going to cut it for me right now. I just felt like I was going to pass out. My blood pressure was like 90 over 54. Like I was not doing good. And she was like, okay, you could take like plain Robitussin, plain Mucinex, like Delsum. Guess what Target doesn't sell? Plain Mucinex or plain Robitussin. It's like max strength, kick the mucus, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I can't have any of this. So I'm like, okay. And she then like on my way out, like, and she's like, okay, like you have to get a pulse ox. If your pulse ox goes below 96, which it was 96 that day in the office, she was like, if it's below 96, call us. We'll probably send you to the hospital. Um, and then Jesus on my way out, she's like, and then she's like, oh, um, and this illness will peak in 14 days. I said, come again. What do you mean peak in 14 days? She was like, yeah, I would expect for it to peak in 14 days and for you to be like sick in bed for like three weeks. That's insane. I don't know how they could know that or tell you that that's I don't know sounds if it's horrible like because i'm pregnant and she's saying that or like because that's what they've seen lately because a lot of like upper respiratory stuff has been going around that's flu like but not the flu so i was like okay great and then i like started to laugh because i was like my life is such a joke and then i just went to like a coughing fit and she's like are you okay i'm like please everyone leave me alone <laughs> so, so i just like waddled to the car i'm like annoyed stiff body type is basically the same as the Grinch right now that's how I feel because of like the way my like belly is your little baby belly I look like the Grinch that's exactly what I look like no um and then yeah I had to like go to Target I spent a hundred dollars on cold stuff that was like not really even gonna help me I had to get a thermometer because I don't have one for myself I had to get a pulse ox I got Delsim I got cough drops and like all this random shit 
and I am starting to feel a little bit better. This is like day four, maybe. Um, just so 10 that, more to go. Just kidding. I'm hoping um, that she's just wrong. And like by Sunday, she's wrong. Okay. Yeah, uh, she's wrong. I hope so. Because I'm like, this is terrible. Like the worst of it right now is like nasal congestion and just like being tired and the cough. Um, yeah, same. Uh, so hopefully that goes away. But that was like the tail end of my break. Um, and Christmas yeah. was just absolutely fucking hectic. Like, you're making the magic. It's special, blah, blah, blah. And I think everyone else probably had a great time, but I just felt like I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off and, like, didn't really get to enjoy myself that much, to be honest. Like, there were times where I, I did, and, like, my husband was very thankful because I was, like, doing all, like, we had, like, a traditional, like, Noche Buena, like, Puerto Rican Christmas Eve, and I was, like, trying to make all the things. He was like, thank you for trying to make it so special for me because we've had all like some rough patches in our family lately. And that uh, that felt very nice. And like having everyone together on Christmas Eve was great. But then it was like, okay, we didn't wrap gifts until Christmas Eve, which was a mistake. Um, so I and I just had been like buying stuff for her and tossing it in a pile, right? Like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then we brought it upstairs and I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? Like, I was like, what are we gonna do? And then my in-laws brought their gifts. But they didn't wrap them and they wanted us to wrap them and then didn't bring any wrapping supplies nope and then spoiler alert one of the biggest rolls of wrapping paper i bought which was like red glitter wrapping paper because i'm a moron i'm like well we'll just put it everywhere it's fine tape didn't stick to it because it was glittery like oh boy so i couldn't use it so i'm like go like chris is like getting every gift bag we have that's like remotely christmas we're like pulling every scrap of wrapping paper we have to get this together it takes two hours to wrap everything which the irony is just that she's gonna rip it all off in 20 minutes is yep i'm well aware and we have like we make santa's gifts look different than the others get like the whole Cute. thing exhausted i don't go to bed till midnight thankfully she's i wake up and like my hips feel terrible i like feel like my hips are gonna break off at, at the joint i'm like oh my god why sure I walk and of course my ob is like oh that's just normal that's just pregnancy yeah. that's normal i'm like okay what like i'm just so fed up with like pregnant women getting like the lowest rung of care and like being pregnant sucks it like sucks. i mean sucks. it like there are i i liked being pregnant for some things but like in some moments and some outfits like and like there are some really cool things that happen when you're pregnant but most of the time it's very frustrating experience and scary well, like, i find being pregnant pushes scary. you to have a baby like every i guess the second you get married or not even if you're in a committed relationship for like a year it's like so children but then when you get pregnant, like nobody wants, no doctor wants to see you. Nobody has an answer for you. Like it's so much more difficult to do everything. Like you can take nothing. You could do nothing because no one will do any research to help you. But like, it's just being a pregnant woman in America, I think is a scam. Yeah. Um, no, I, it's really hard. And being a nursing mom is also really hard because I also got sick right after Christmas. Like I think I was sick during Christmas and that's I'm hoping that's why I was so exhausted, <laughs> but like, it was just like, it it's really hard not being able to take medicine the way you normally would. And just and like, like everything, the doctor would be to like, Google everything first. Like, oh, I can't everything. wait to not do that anymore. <laughs> like even I was making like food, like I was making basically it's, um, it's like basically rice pudding and like a coconut pudding kind of thing. And I'm looking, I'm like, maybe I should Google all these like herbs that I'm putting in it. Like you can't have star anise when you're pregnant. I didn't know that it's in all those what? things. So I made dessert that I couldn't eat. Cool. I don't even know what it is, but I'm sure I ate it pregnant. It like the herb like <laughs> tastes like licorice. Oh, probably. I don't know. I mean, this is the thing though. I keep thinking about like, how did mothers before Google do know? anything? Like, you know, I asked my mom, I was like, what did you do? She's like, well, there were like a few books. So you'd like look it up in a book. Or you'd ask somebody, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, that seems really dangerous. You know what I mean? Like, well, then, you know what the funny thing is? Like, when I, it's like, we did Christmas with my family, like, the day before Christmas Eve, that Saturday. And my family was very much like, we're going to name your baby. Like, we that's the objective. Of oh, I love this. Together, I love we, this game. We did land on a name that I'm not going to say, because I don't want to hear it if you don't like it, and I might change my mind. So... We we're still taking suggestions yeah we're still taking suggestions because I, this is not like my top tier choice it's just the one that we can kind of agree on it's time i like it but it's not my favorite um so in the middle of this like my aunt pulls out like a folder full of loose leaf of like our entire family tree on it oh i love and this she, and she's like let's go through old names and this this love i think it. this name was actually in a name in my family tree somewhere like a, a grandpa 55 times removed on the third side something like that love so, him so 
like as we're doing that i was like my because my grandma said that of her siblings she was the only one born in a hospital it just like wasn't a thing to do yet oh and like when my so my great grandma had twins one time and they didn't know it until she was having them and like she had the first baby and they're yeah. like oh here comes another one i was like I can you imagine <laughs> rocket myself to the fucking moon to just be like oh you have to do this again and prepare for a whole nother life that you didn't think about yeah that's insane triplets like hello imagine you think you're having one baby and then two more came out no like, i would just be like cut nope just do something fix it i can't have any more come out it's like a gumball machine it's really scary i i maintain that being pregnant is scary like i just i mean i, I just always could not wait for my children to be on the other side of my body well because then you could I just see them like, and you could do something yeah like, check on them stop but like your control level is different and then i was like so you had all your kids in a hospital right she was like yeah but you couldn't and i was like did you have like that twilight anesthesia because like that i know it was like popular in the 60s and she was like no but you also couldn't have anybody with you in the hospital i was like what do you mean like not even your mom she was like no you went in back by yourself and like there was a waiting room and like people literally would wait there and someday like some years it was not even on the same floor like they couldn't be there until the baby was born like I had to go wait somewhere else did your grandma like like, talk about how scared she was and like what it was like because my grandma just like it's like fight club you know what I mean like she she didn't she was I was just like that must have been terrifying and she was like yeah it wasn't great and I didn't have an epidural for the first three epidurals weren't available until I had my last child I was like how did you she was like we it was just very hard but then she said something that I found interesting because I was like well like when I gave birth, like there was no nursery, like they pushed me to breastfeed a lot. She was like, oh, absolutely not. Like as soon as you had that baby, you like, you stayed with the baby as long as possible. But then that baby went to the nursery, like you were given something to go to sleep. Like doctors did not push breastfeeding. Like if you wanted to, you could, but they were just like, here's a bottle. Like it was all about the comfort of, she said it was all about the comfort of the mother. Like the well being of the baby was obviously important, but it was more about what was comfortable for the mother because you just went through this like terrible process by yourself. So she was like, I felt like I felt very well rested. And then she said, like, when she left the hospital, like her, all of her like siblings, this happened when anyone had a baby, she would go to her mom's house for the first two weeks and stay there with the baby. Oh. And then she would get like everything we take and then they would phase them back into the house. And my aunt and I were both like, okay, like, why didn't that happen for us? And my aunt, my grandma was like, well, I was working to my aunt when she was like, when you had kids. And she was like, yeah, I guess that's true. And then like, obviously, like I had a baby in COVID. So like, it's just wow. very strange how things change over time. But like, being pregnant still is difficult even with all these changes that happen totally totally wow that's really interesting yeah no epidural is absolutely fucking wild to me like i get if you don't want to do it but to just not even have it available yeah i don't I, yeah i mean i know plenty of people that do it but then like if you had to have a c-section they had to knock you out yeah I mean, wild times. I mean, again, I feel like when I talk to my grandma about it, my grandma's 94. My grandma could be your grandma's mom. <laughs> but um, when she like talks about her, like what it was like, I, like, she won't really talk about it. But I keep asking, I'm just like, what was it like? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and she's just like, kind of like, yeah, like, I don't know if she blocked it out or I just like, I think they black it out or they like, don't want to scare you. Because that's the vibe yeah. I got is that she didn't want to scare me i'm like well my birth was terrible enough like nothing's gonna scare me anymore and like i think it's like i don't know if this happens to everyone but if you if your mom had you and like her labor was pain like you knew about it like i knew my mom had a bad labor because she i remember she said it was like 34 hours or whatever it was 32 hours i think and then they're like okay we have to give you a c-section because like you're not having this baby and they put her like on the gurney to bring her into the, the operating room. And then I started to like literally fly out and the nurse had to- Oh my God. Just need a little encouragement. <laughs> always been on my own time. Also, I was also two weeks late. So like that explains a lot. I was a little overcooked. You know what I've been thinking a lot about? <laughs> you know how I love astrology. My new thing is what day of the week were you born on? Is that supposed to mean something? I it means something to me like let me like why don't you guess what day of the week was I born on you were born on uh Thursday wow I don't know why you would say that about me why <laughs> I Thursday is my favorite day I was week. born I was born like at 3 a.m uh, like Saturday morning which means I was like a Friday night party baby like you I know what I mean Saturday too listen we're party people is that a coincidence? I don't well, think so. There's a poem. You've read, I'm sure you've heard this. It's like Monday's child is blah, blah, blah. It's like an old. Oh, classic. yeah. And some of them are like not nice. Like I wouldn't be like, could you just say nice things about the baby? Maybe. I'm pretty sure both my girls are Wednesday babes. Oh, I think Allie was a Tuesday baby. 
but it was very early in the morning so i don't remember it's my new thing i ask people i'm like so like what day of the week were you born on and some people know right away and then when somebody's like oh i was born like you you could guess like it's my favorite insult too i'm like well that really seems like a monday morning baby you know what okay, i mean I like never somebody... say you're born on a monday i don't know why thursday was so offensive but okay so this... i don't know it just felt offensive it this wasn't is... the weekend this is what the poem is monday's child is fair of face tuesday's child is full of grace wednesday's child is full of woe like that's fucked up thursday's Whoa. child has far to go also fucked up Rude. friday's child is loving and giving to hello to... oh i guess from saturday i think yeah, of myself Sa- as saturday's night. child works hard for a living but it's saturday it's the and day the child... of rat oh and the child born on sunday is bonnie blythe good and gay so sunday's where oh. it's at i guess depends i guess somebody religious wrote that somebody who wasn't at the club on a friday night early saturday morning wrote that yeah the rhyme was first recorded in blah, 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 traditions of devonshire listen devonshire i <laughs> we're gonna rewrite this we have a re uh revision a revised version coming your way well i was born the day before mother's day so oh i squeaked I... in just in time <laughs> All right. Well, I've been wanting to tell you this for a while, but I was waiting for the podcast to record. Oh, um, Jesus, Louisa, what is it? What? <laughs> when you say I've been wanting to tell you this for a while, it feels like a bomb is about to drop. <laughs> it's not that big a deal, but it's just the, the Christmas mistake I made, which <clears throat> veteran moms everywhere are going to laugh at me, but um, I'm embarrassed to admit it. I feel like you're winding this up and it's not going to be a big deal. I bought slime. Oh, you are dumb. Why would you do that? Listen, I was trying to be a cool mom, okay? There's like, I no didn't points know. for being a cool mom. I didn't part. know. I didn't know, okay? I didn't know that slime wasn't going to be a good idea for a two-year-old. Is that slime um, full of dog hair and cheese? No. The first thing that happened, because immediately that was the one Christmas gift she wanted to open. It was the thing she was most excited for. And she takes, she immediately opens it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. I love slime. You love slime. It's purple. It's glitter. Like this is the coolest thing we've ever done. Yes, I win Christmas. And then she was playing with it on my tablecloth and it got all all over the tablecloth. And unlike Play-Doh, it does not come off fabric. And I was like, I'm I'm sorry. And then she got it all over her dress. And I was like, why would they make a child's product that doesn't come out of fabric? I don't understand. So and... they made slime at daycare and were playing with it when I went to pick her up. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And they were like, oh, it comes out with cold water. No, it doesn't. No, we were like, I was like Googling like slime solutions. Like, oh, it was. So then we, Jay's sister called and she was just like, Jay like told her and I was like shouting in the background like tell her I made a mistake and Christine was like we are a slime free household Rachel like I get the memo get it together I was like oh my god like I don't know why I just felt like everyone was overreacting I feel like people who don't like slime like I was just like I'm gonna be a slime mom that's what I'm gonna be and it took approximately I would say eight minutes for me to get it and I got it we took it away and yeah Christmas fail. You, you try. I bought two Play-Doh sets and you know how I feel about Play-Doh in my house. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, we got Play-Doh. This, this is going to be cool. I have, She has a thing of kinetic sand that I've not let her open because I'm like, mm, I think I made a mistake. We're just good. I don't even know what the kinetic sand scene is like, but I, I'd i go there. I think It if can't I be put, as bad as slime. No, because it like comes off of stuff. I think if I put like a plastic tablecloth down and just like knew that I would throw away the mess, like that would probably be fine. But it's like the, the messy toys. I'm like, oh, fine. And then of course she wanted to play. It was a Play-Doh pizzeria. And of course she wanted to play with it. And it has like molds for all these obscure toppings. There's like shrimp and like lime. And like, I'm like, what? Who's we got a burger sh- stand Play-Doh set. Um, and yeah, I just like want to know. I've I've been posting about this for a while. One, how are you getting Play-Doh out of the the tube? Like, what are you doing to get it out of the cup? Uh, why, okay, why is it stuck? I was like squishing the side, banging what? it on the table, and it's no. Like- you got to dig okay. in, and and then I'm literally like hours to days later looking at my nails and I have play-doh underneath my nails well then there's you just find like the you're like oh what did I step on that's hard and it's like a fossilized crumb of play-doh from like you picking it out from oh, your yeah. nails or like a random thing that gets stuck behind you when you're peeling it out of the mold and I'm like in the picture on the pizza one they marble together two colors to make bacon I'm like 
well th- that's not like fair a bacon container like wh- ugh, it's so it? not fair the pictures are like it's so hard play-doh it's molds so hard. are so hard like how are you getting the clean edges like you know what i mean like i I don't it's like really it. stressful and yeah fossilized play-doh crumbs like it's just like what is it is it food can we eat this did we eat this oh, like the you dog know what is I mean? sniffing it i'm like jesus don't do that yeah and then like of course like the one thing like i wrapped everything but i bought her this one um it's a it's a water bottle that's also a bus and the bus moves around wait and i was I like i'm not that i was like i'm not that i'm not wrapping this i'll post a link in our stories it's very yeah, cute please and you could like play with it or whatever. And then you open it up. It does kind of explode a little when you open it, but it's not a big deal. I'm uh, sorry, what? <laughs> like it's a cup. So like if if you're like rolling it around a lot, oh, you open sure. it right away, it's going to shoot out the top. You got to like let it settle for a second. Maybe I don't need this. She'll have fun with it. So I'm not, I'm like, I'm not going to wrap it. This is obtuse shape. So I stuck a bow on it. and like, put it on top of her gifts, like toward the back kind of. And this, I, the second she sees the gifts, what does she say? Oh my God, my oh, favorite no. bus. <laughs> and then she keeps on eating my bus water i'm like that sounds disgusting but like sure <laughs> that's really cute wait so i was talking to a friend of mine who has a, a child similar age to ours and she said every night before they go to sleep she asks um questions and the question one of the questions she always asks her child is what was your favorite part of the day and every day without fail the child says getting on the school bus He's never been on a bus in his life. And I feel like that is just such, like, that is this age. That is. I ask Lola all the time. I'm like, how was school? She's like, good. I'm like, how's your friend? She'd be like, he cried for his mama. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, I cry for mama. So I went to school and I was like, look, every day I ask Lola how's school. And like, she tells me that she's crying because she wants her mama. And they were like, oh, she's never cried at school. Like, we don't know what she's talking about. I was like, okay, cool. Glad. Glad to know. Good to know. Yeah. unreliable witnesses these toddlers they're, they're just fucking wild at this point honestly like the other day we we're talking about school i'm like oh like and she was like yeah like my teachers miss kiki and miss joanne they yell at malachi all the time and i was like oh they do and she was like yeah malachi's crazy oh my god i'm like okay but we're still a good friend to malachi right and she was like oh yeah we play we play magnetiles oh, i'm like oh okay but yeah, every everything now is, what's that? And I'll be like, oh, that's a lamp. What's a lamp do? <laughs> everything is, what is a bulb do? And sometimes I'm like, I don't know the answer to that. Like, or it ends up being very existential. Like, she'll be like, what's so that? Cute. And I'm like, it's a it's a cloud. Like, it's a, and she was like, what's a cloud do? I'm like, I don't. It's just it's in the sky. Like, <laughs> it just I, is. No, Lola asks what what is everybody like. She'll ask what somebody's doing. She like walked over to the baby the other day. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Girl, she's trying to live her life. She's trying to figure out what's happening. Like, she's, she's barely like, seeing. Is what so she's judgy. Doing. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Girl, did I tell you that she can't say no, thank you?" And so she just says, "No, please." <laughs> like she knows she needs to say polite. So she's like, "No, please." It's so cute. I don't want her to ever say no thank you. No please is better. <laughs> when they lose those little things, like Allie used to say, they say she say, I'ma know instead of I don't know. She say, I'ma know. And now she goes, I don't know. I'm like, okay. The yeah, attitude. Three. Oh, um, she speaking... also said, Don't look at me, don't touch me. That's her new thing. If I'm saying oh, yeah. her, don't look at me, don't touch me. I'm like, okay. Yeah, Lola's big on leave me alone and get away from me. Yeah, I hate that. But I accept it. Um, speaking of attitudes, tell me about no rules New Year's. Okay, yes. So, uh, and this is honestly probably why I got sick. Uh, <laughs> so I, it was like a very tough, like we had a very tough, like fit, like we're having some like family, like health issues, like not in my like inner circle, but just like affecting our family and how we're living. So like that has all been plaguey on us. Like a lot of pieces have had to move like that with like the stress of the holidays, like getting everything in line, like break was just tough and then like chris and i like managed to get away for a couple days to go to the casino which like if you can go to the casino the night of christmas or like the days after like the people watching is so good we went there for a couple days but to go away like you have to pack up like everything for you then everything for the kid everything for the dog we had to go to like my in-laws drop the dog then we go to my aunt's house to drop the kid then we had to go there it's like another 45 minutes to get to the casino and then like you get the, and you're I'm just like exhausted by the time we get there. And we were only there for like literally 24 hours and then came home the next night to pick everybody else. So we're at the casino and the pit boss, like we're playing blackjack. And this is like 
a casino in the Catskills. Like, this is not a glamorous thing, right? And then the pit boss is on the phone and he's like, okay, 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 okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? And like, it's pretty dead in there at this point. Like, it's literally the day after Christmas. And he like calls someone else. He's like, Jadakiss just called. He's on his way with his friend. Like, he needs a table. I was like, Chris, he's Jadakiss local. Is yeah. And he, he was like, he lives in Yonkers. It's not that exciting. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe we'll see have a Jadakiss sighting. He's like, I think that you think Jadakiss is a lot richer than Jadakiss is. <laughs> I, like, I do, do you, too. yeah. I, I was like, checks. do you think Jadakiss's assistant called? And he was like, I don't think Jadakiss has an assistant. I'm like, yes, he does. It, I don't think he does. What is Jadakiss's net worth? Um, I you want to guess? I'll say like twenty mil, maybe. I don't know. I think that's probably a lot. I don't even. I don't even know what to guess. Oh, okay. I was very wrong. Six million. Six million dollars. He does not have an assistant. Goodbye um do you want to be on the podcast jadakiss do you have anything to say about mothering at this point i have now eyes peeled for jadakiss like i am gonna catch jadakiss he did not come on the floor i think i saw like maybe one or two of his like friends milling around because they were just like obnoxiously dressed for no reason and stuck out like a sore thumb so I'm like oh you don't belong here so i'm like okay fine like we played for a couple hours I was getting like virgin bloody marys which i like love because they come with olives which i'm all for a snack but then i'm like oh my acid reflux is through the roof whatever like had a good time like went out to dinner the next night like it was fun but then we like had to go snap back to reality so then i go home i have to like work for a couple days then i came Ew. up to albany for a little bit love that we had a blast <laughs> got to go to albany for a little bit but like i forget what happened like the morning i was trying to get to you like everything was just going wrong but, like, it was just, like, a, a nonstop. Like, it was not a week of rest, right? So by the time we get to New Year's Eve, I'm like, nothing fucking matters. Like, that yeah. is where, where I'm at. So there's a brewer, brewery by us that does a new New Year's Eve. Adorable. And they did it last year. And we were checking and checking and checking. And it didn't look like they were doing it again this year. And I was going to get together with Kristen and Brie, all of our families and all of our kids, to do something. But I'm like, there's really nothing like that anywhere anymore. So I just, on a hunch, the night before check, and they just put it up that they're doing the New Year's Eve. I'm like, well, that's what they posted it late. But like, okay. And I was like, and Kristen must have told me about it. So I was like, hey, this is actually happening. Do you guys want to go? And they're like, yeah, we'll go. So the reason they post it last minute is because it gets so packed. But like, I we had to park down the street. And I was like, whatever. You know what? Like, It'll be fun. I'm leaning in. I'm done. We get there. Thankfully, they snagged a table with a heater outside. But like the food truck line was so long. Like the drink line was so long. Like you, there was like a balloon drop. We couldn't even see it because it was so packed. But the kids were outside running around screaming like lunatics with their balloons, like having a blast. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. Scream, eat, don't eat. I don't care if there are no rules. Like do whatever you want. And Allie, Allie was delusional. And I said to her, I said, are you a little Delulu? And she was like, I'm Delulu, dad. <laughs> and like, <laughs> back and like cackled. I was like, on brand she also fell and almost tore her face up on the concrete thankfully she did oh not oh my god so i was just like whatever and i was she was yelling i was yelling like i'm leaning into it it doesn't nothing matters like <laughs> i went to the food truck and was just like give me this this this, this and that money's fake light it on fire like gave him my debit card i was like whatever i don't know let's see if it works i just like didn't care about anything like there's no rules whatever we're fine and um i'm pretty sure someone there probably got me sick <laughs> just kidding probably not because it was such a quick turnaround like i don't think it was there but i think i've also been like less risk averse this time around um and that yeah. ends now because i'm never getting sick again because i never got sick when i was pregnant with alex it was covid we weren't going anywhere we weren't doing anything and i know didn't on, so like it just didn't happen so that was no rules new year's eve like we got home she took a nap like i got up i let her play with play-doh i let her do i'm like whatever no rules do whatever you want to eat dinner you don't i don't care doesn't matter nothing matters you want to stay up late i don't care i don't care i had just like had nothing in left in me to care like we got in the car to go to the brewery and she was like i want to listen to mickey mouse clubhouse i said fine put it on i don't care and christian started like laughing hysterically i'm like i just don't let's just move them in I'm like whatever yeah. you want to do like, no rules new year's eve and i like she had a great time it just like i didn't have to yell at anyone for like yeah. not following rules because there just weren't any so i love it that's what we're gonna do sort now. of how i live my life <laughs> i can't do that every day but like once in a while was nice but... no it's really funny actually so for new year's we went to we got like an airbnb with like four couples um some had kids some didn't and it was really fun but i with you like packing up all of our stuff all the kids stuff and food for like two nights like it, it killed me getting out there but then we got there and it was a blast and the first night we were there, Lola stayed up till one in the morning. Not on purpose, but that's just how it went. Wow, party animal. 
I know. And then uh, the next day she went in a hot tub. <laughs> wow. Was she and pretending then... <laughs> to be Jadakiss? <laughs> I really was just going to tell it, let her put her feet in. But anyway, she loved it. She loves it. Um, and the second night I decided she was going to my mother's. <laughs> oh, nice. I was just like, I can't. Like, I cannot continue. This kid lived it up. She stayed up till 1 a.m. She went in a hot tub. She's lived a rock star life. If I want to have a second of this trip to myself and enjoy it, I gotta, I gotta, because she's exhausted now. And it's like, I think that's my thing. It's like, I don't mind like, yeah, cool. Do whatever. But once they're like tired and mad, forget it. And like, you know, it's just like, I'm like, this isn't fun for anyone. Like it's miserable. Like, so, uh, yeah, but yeah, it was, it was a good time. And like, you know, I just have been like trying to like really think about how how to try to like have more balance and like how I can give to my kids and give to my job and give to my husband and also give something to myself. So I posted on my TikTok about this, but like, you know, the first day of the new year, I went to work and there's this dance class. It's a six week um dance class I want to have the teacher on the on the podcast as a guest because she's so badass and so cool and it's anyway so it's a spice and entice dance class which is like designed to like boost your confidence and connect with your body and your like and make you feel good and sexy and stuff and I was like I love this for me I love this for postpartum me like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna do this and it's the Tuesday after this crazy New Year's weekend and my first day back at work first time being a working mom of like two kids I anyway so I was like I'm gonna do it um went and did it it was scary like I think of myself as being a very fearless person but like I don't know walking sexy across the floor in front of a a group of women also yeah but it's like it's It's different now (laughs) and also my body is different now like you know this 30 something body I have is like very different than the body that I I've like danced on and off for the past 10 years and it's different it's different now it's different with two babies and stuff so anyway great experience very empowering felt really good about it came home jay was like oh my god how was dance class i was like let me show you the routine it's so cool lola and josie were like so hype they were like standing next to me i like put on the music i like got lola involved and i'm doing the moves one two three boom 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 how I near right in the face. Yeah, we <laughs> she saw that. She was flying. <laughs> we saw that. She was fine. She was fine. But it was this like moment where I was just like, oh, Jesus, you know? So uh recovered from that. And then both my kids wouldn't go to bed. Lola learned how to open um the door handle with the child lock on it. You gotta get so, the one that's not on the knob. You have to get the one that's on the top of the door. What do you mean? Like a hook, a hook and thing? It's like a latch that goes on the top of the door. So she can't she oh. can turn the knob, but she can't pull it open. Yeah, that's what we're going to need to do because literally she was up till almost 10 p.m. Jay was like, I want at 930. He was like, I'm taking her for a walk. And I was like, what? And she was like, he was like, I don't know what else to do. And I was just like, okay. So he bundled her up, threw her in the stroller, put some blankets in the stroller and went around the block a few times and she passed out. And then when we came in, we transferred her successfully to bed. So that's a big um, one. Yeah, that was a win for sure. And, you know, just grateful that I'm parenting with someone who, like, is creative, thinks out of the box, and, like, you know, wasn't mad about it. I know that sounds, like, weird, but, like, I was so stressed. Yes, I think you get stressed of, like, oh, like, is the other – because there is a point when, like, especially when your babies are, like, three, four, or five months old, right, when you're hitting that point, and they're up all the time, or they're going through a regression or whatever, and you're just like, oh, it's, like, the 10th time, and you, like, look over at your partner, and you're like, oh, God, please don't be mad about this. Like, I think that's your initial, even if they're not that kind of person, it's just, like, this shit breaks you. Like, you don't know how much sleep can break a person until you have a child, and that child doesn't want to fucking go to bed. Yeah. Well, and and for me, it's, like, you know, to me, it's harder, like, as a as a nursing mom, when the when my baby wakes up in the night crying, I just know I can nurse her and put her back to sleep. When Lola w- wakes up at 10 p.m. screaming, like, like, and, well, like I'm just like, I, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like we can try it all. We can read books. We can sing songs. We can rub your back. Like I don't it's even. Just like... Allie woke up last night and she, I just hear her crying and like I had just finally settled myself right. Like I have the pregnancy pillow. I have the other pillow. I have my humidifier cranking because I can't breathe. 
I'm like, like everything has to, like all the stars have to align. And then I finally fall asleep. And I know my husband's not getting up. First of all, because he could sleep through a robbery, honestly. Like he just can't. Yes. And, and he has the CPAP machine, which is on. So even if he did, he has to like untangle himself from that. I'm like, I could just do it quicker. So I put a mask on because I'm trying not to get her sick. I go in her room and I'm like, what's going on? And she's sitting up. And I said, what is the problem? And she goes, I want my reindeer water cup. And I was like, oh my God. I said, you have got to be kidding me. She said, I'm not, I need it. I need my reindeer water cup. And I was like, I said, well, we do not have it. You have this Minnie Mouse water cup. I don't want it. I don't want it. I'm thirsty. I need the reindeer water cup, reindeer water cup. And I'm like, okay. I said, well, you can take a sip out of this cup or you can have nothing because I I don't know where the reindeer water cup is. And it's like 1 a.m. And she went, oh, okay. And then drank out of the water cup for a solid 30 seconds. So she must've been so parched and was just like, not drinking out of this water cup. And then she goes, oh, she said, okay, mommy, that's better. I'll lay back down now. Aww. And I lay back down. And she, and she goes, you cover me up? I said, of course I will. Tucked her back in and she said, oh, thanks, mom. I love you. And I was like, oh, love you too. Please don't wake up again. Good night. That is an adorable story. And sounds like you resolved the crisis within three minutes. Yeah, but it's it's not always like that because sometimes she'll wake up and she'll go, my toe hurts. I need Motrin. And I'm like, you don't need Motrin. You're, and I, I said, what hurts? My nose hurts. I was like, thought it was your toe. She was like, it's my ear. I'm like, you are just had a bad dream. Like, that is rest. so your daughter, Corey, being like, I need Motrin. I need Motrin. Like, okay. Like, and sometimes oh if she's really crying, like sometimes she'll say like, my belly hurt. Like I could tell that she has like gas or uncom- she's uncomfortable. So I'll just give her the Motrin if I think she's really uncomfortable. Otherwise I'll just like put a little water in a syringe and be like, here you go. And she's like, that's not, I'm like, it is go to bed. That Bye. is so funny. Um, Yeah. No, I, I don't know if I told you this, that Lola's line is she'll wake up and be like, I want my I'm like, girl, I'm sitting right here. I am your mother. I don't know what other mom you're calling out for, but this is it. This is the mom you got. You know, like she'll literally, I'll be holding her. She'll be like, I want, I'm like, what, what do you, is that just like a line that you think think is like, say? Like, I'm like, I've in, been right here. Screaming her head off and I come in, I'm like, what's the problem? And she goes, oh, I was just screaming. Like, oh, I love like, the awareness. I'm like, yeah, why? Did you have a bad dream? Yeah. And I think she just says that. Like, I don't think she knows really what that means all the time. Sometimes I can tell she did have a bad dream because she'll talk in her sleep a lot, which oh is God. really funny. At two o'clock in the morning, well, she'll be like, she'll go, it's fine, mom. And, I'm like, what the f-? and she's just talking in her sleep. But my husband talks in his sleep and I talk in my sleep. So that like makes sense. So you guys but... are just having full on conversations. Basically, basically. <laughs> like Since I've been sick, she'll like come and like rub my, like I, I was like, don't get close because I'm sick. So she'll come like rub my leg and she'll be like, it's okay, mommy. So in her dream, she's like, it's okay, mommy. I'm like, oh my God, this is breaking my heart. Um, But yeah, the middle of the night when like it doesn't stop. Yeah. It just doesn't. And it's fine. Like it gets different. I don't want to say easier. Because it's not necessarily. But she's she's in a big girl bed now. She's doing it. She's living life. So cute. Except for sometimes she falls out of the bed and that's um, not fun for anyone involved. Because I'll hear like a thud. I'm like, great, here we go. And then she's like, <laughs> stands up like all disoriented. I'm like, it's all right. Like, <laughs> and I'll have her breathe. I'm like, you have to say like, it's okay. She, it's okay. I'm safe. I'm safe. My mommy's here. Oh. My mommy's here. And I'm like, okay, like we need to just... And I, and I said to her, I said, you think you're being a little bit of a drama queen? She said, I'm not a drama queen. I said, you're not. She says, no, I'm a taco. <laughs> She's a taco for Halloween. Uh, and I, I, I love if, it. I, if I say, no, you're not a taco, she goes, I'm, I'm a taco girl for Halloween. I was like, okay, sure. Aww, she's a taco girl. But she refuses to eat tacos at home. I'll eat them at school. Of course. School and tacos. that's like a toddler in a nutshell. That whole five minutes. Yeah. That's what it's like. Of course. If you're curious. What it's like when if you're wondering older. what comes next. That's it. That's what comes next. So, okay. I need to just also, before we end, I need to like say something to moms who pump at work. I was going to say, let's talk about the pumping at work, the work logistics situation. Cause day one was a little bit of a trip. Oh my God. Okay. So day one, I forgot like, okay. So let me just give all my respect in the world to moms who pump at work. Like I just, again, with Lola, I was, it was COVID. I worked from home. I didn't have to deal with breastfeeding in the workplace. Uh, okay. My first day I forgot the second to be thing for my pump. So I can only use one, one side. I could only pump one side. 
Like I had the cup for the other side, whatever the setup for the other side, but not the tube to hook it up. You had the flange, so, but not the tubing. There you go. So, <laughs> um, I waited too long to pump. Like the the clue to me that I needed to pump was I started leaking, and I was like, Ooh, yeah. Oh shit. Okay. I guess it's time to pump. So I get all my stuff up. I get it set up. I shut my door and, uh, realize I can only pump one side. So I'm just like, fuck. So like, I, I, I like I'm holding the other side just to start collecting whatever's dripping out. Like it was so bad. At least that day I had brought a cooler with an ice pack in it. So when I did pump my milk, I was able to then put it in the cooler and bring it out with me. The second day that I went, I forgot my cooler bag with ice pack. So yeah, I put it in the fridge at work. You don't have a fridge? Yeah, I pumps, but like I I didn't have like a cooler or anything. <laughs> like I just had this like bag of bags of breast milk. So I just wrapped them up in like a another like reusable bag or whatever and put them in the corner of the fridge in the break room. The third day that I did this, I didn't have a reusable bag. So I was just like walking with my breast milk in bags in like, you know, just through the hallway into the break room and just put in the, there. we actually have a freezer. So I was like, great, put it in the freezer. And then on my way out, I grabbed my milk in my hand. But I like, you know, I guess the first day I was more like, I want to be discreet about this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have my cooler bag. Like, it just looks like my lunchbox. Like, I'm bringing, Everyone knows bringing my milk home. Bag. Ugh, it's just, it sucks. Like, it just sucks because my job is also just like, it's so busy. I have so much to catch up on from being out. It's like the new year. Everyone has new energy. Like, I also want to get a lot of things done. It's like an exciting time for me at work. So like, would you ever it's... get the like, not this brand, but like the LV or the Willow pumps, like the wireless? I I I they were expensive. They looked expensive to me. Like I, well, there's ones called from my mom cozy. I think because what I'm like realizing too is like you know. So I've been trying to. So I'll nurse the baby at like eight eight thirty, and then I'll go to work and I'll pump at noon. And I've been trying to get home before I pump a second time because it's just like the time, the energy. Well, it's just more than that. I feel like it affects my production like to not like, I mean, she's nursing, I guess, probably every four hours. That's what I figure three to four hours in the daytime. So it's like 8 a.m. And then I pump at noon. If I can get home by three or four, it's fine. But like if I have to do a longer day, I'm going to have to pump again. Um and it just like it's such a time suck for You're me. Always like, doing it, at least one pump at work. At least, yeah. And like you know, it sounds pathetic, but it's just like if I had twenty minutes to not do work during the day, I'd go out to lunch maybe, or I like I I've been so busy at work. I bring my lunch. I eat through meetings. Like I just usually I power through. And like to take the 20 minutes to pump, I'm like not able to do anything. I'd rather have that to do something else or do work and leave, leave early. Like it really, it sucks. I, I hate would, it. So there's the Amani pump. I just looked up for the mom cozy pump that like it's completely wireless. But yeah. I also got when I was exclusively pumping the, um, I could even give them to you. Like uh, they're sterilized obviously, but they're from legendary milk they're cups so they attach to your pump but they're just cups you put in your bra oh okay so it's not you don't have to have like a pumping bra per se you can just sh you just shove them in there i mean it looks like your pamela anderson's so, like i wouldn't do it in front of other people necessarily no. but you shove them in and then you could do whatever you want because like the tubes will come out like and just go to the side or you could pull them under your shirt whatever but it's not like they're hanging off of you like it's just the cups yeah. sit in your bra and then you take them out and i had a pretty I, I don't know how many ounces you get at a time but i think they can hold like six or seven ounces per side whoa that's good yeah i think i I think that's what I, I was doing between like five or six and i had no issues and nothing spilled over so yeah. you could always do something like that or like i don't know it's just pumping is hard i didn't get to the point where i was pumping at work because i stopped pumping right before because i was like this is fucking garbage but like at my office we have a mother's room nice but, but but like the mother's room is in the bathroom which is not oh. that nice so, like you go in the bathroom and then it's a separate like it's a hard it's a hard door like it's a separate room okay. it's just like you have to go into the bathroom first and then there's like uh, an armchair a fridge like a sink a mirror and like 
dry drying rack for your pump parts and nice. stuff. Nice. So like you can just do everything in there, which is nice. But like people still take work calls in there. It's not like they go in there and don't do anything. Like and then like right. you'd be on a call and you like hear someone's pump and like I know what that is, but I'm sure there's like many clueless people who are like, I know what is that noise. And it's like it's like triggering <laughs> to me. What pump do you have, Bella? A Spectra. Do you have the one you have to plug in? No, it, okay, it can that's be a game changer. Yeah, it is. And it's going to be great because I have like a couple days coming up where I'm going to have to pump in the car, which like yeah. is horrible. Like I, it's just sucks, man. Like it just, I don't know. I just, I think, and again, I'm grateful. I know I'm privileged to have gone back at three months because I know some people are back to work after six weeks and dealing with this. And some people are also, you know, don't have a, like, I'm really, this, I got an office at work, I think, because I'm breastfeeding. I've been on the list. There was no space. I had been working in a temporary space while they redid offices. And then when I told them I was coming back and needed a place to pump, they're like, oh, we have an office for you. And so I got an office with a door that shuts and everything, which is nice because I hadn't been working in that type of private office. Um, Anyway, so I recognize the privilege, but I also just have to say, like, it sucks. I, I don't like it. Um, I want to obviously keep nursing my baby and I will like that's to me that's not it's not gonna the solution isn't that I'm gonna stop nursing I think though what I'm thinking of is like I'm just gonna change my hours like I'm gonna basically end up doing half days at the office and if I go to all the office you know we're we're 50 in person so rather than picking and doing full days in the office i think every i'm just gonna end up going day. every day half day because it's like it's like the it's not routine, nursing it's almost easier that way too yeah kind of used to it and like and the not nursing on my body feels like it's taking its hole on me like i feel like pumping instead of nursing is 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 harder for sure do you bring like a picture of her or like a onesie that she's worn no i mean yeah. i have pictures of the kids on my desk but no but just like a picture of just her and then like bring something that you could smell that she's worn that you haven't washed yet and that'll help like with your letdown and like it it's better I never oh my god i didn't even think yeah. of that i had to do that when i was pumping because i can't like if i pumped in front of, i didn't i just tried not to pump in front of her because she'd be like give me that and I'm like we're not trying that like you have latch issues goodbye so i would always pump away from her but i would pump in her room or I would pump like interesting holding something that like a blanket that she wore or like smelling a onesie that she had or like the pajamas she'd worn the night before if she didn't like have a blow in them which was like 50% of the time <laughs> yeah and like looking at a picture looking at pictures of her watching videos of her it helps oh okay well I'll try that it helps but pumping stuff. are you have you thought about what you're gonna do with this next babe so I originally was like I'm just formula feeding from the get-go. I'm just going to dry them up. Like, I don't yeah. I don't want to do it because I just had such a hard time last time. Sure. But now I'm like, I feel like I could do it. And, like, I don't know if I'll be, like, necessarily, like, a nursing mom because I just feel like my logistics are difficult. Like, when you're, like, a large-chested person, like, I also don't want to be, like, whipping out my whole boob in public because it's a lot. You know what I mean? Like, sure. not that I'm afraid of it, but I'm just, like, I don't want, like, it's just a lot. So I'm like, yeah. I might not do that. But I might try to nurse sometimes, but also pump. Like, there's going to be a bottle involved at, no matter what. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be the only person feeding this kid. Like, I just can't do that. And I, I have to go back to work. Like, and I don't have the option yeah. of, like, doing, like, where I live and where I work is not close enough to, like, mitigate that. So, I'll probably pump at some point. I'm getting a new pump because I did not like my last. My last pump was fine, but it had to be plugged into the wall, and I didn't love it. So, I think if I'm going to, like, go back to exclusively pumping, I have to, like, commit to it. Because I was also, like on a loose schedule the last time which you cannot do like that does not work um and then I was overproducing and underproducing it was just like a nightmare um so I think I'll probably in the hospital I'll probably like nurse a couple times but give the baby formula until my milk comes in because usually it comes in like day four I think last time day four or five formula until that happens if I need to supplement I'll supplement if it doesn't work out I'll stop but I want to try to at least do it because it's my last kid. So like, I'll see if it happens, but I'm not going to let myself get frustrated, overwhelmed if I, if yeah. I find myself like getting depressed about it. Because the other thing with pumping and like also nursing, but pumping, I feel like it's more of a slap in the face. When your baby's sleeping through the night, you still have to get up and pump. Or like when you feed yeah. the baby, like if you feed the baby pumped milk, you still have to pump after or pump during or like pump while your partner's feeding the baby. Like it's not For like sure. you can actually get any rest. So like if that is really weighing on me, I'm just gonna ditch it. We're not gonna we're not gonna do it. 
but I want to yeah. try it this time. So I, I'll get another pump for my insurance. So I was yep. like thinking about doing like the LV or the Willow and just getting like a Medela pump for my regular pump. I don't know. I'll I'll figure out what I can do. Yeah. No, that sounds that sounds like a good plan. I think it's just like I maybe mean, we should try to find a lactation consultant to come on the the podcast. I feel like you know it's one of the myths, at least for me. I thought like it was just such a natural thing, like the baby comes out and you start are able to breastfeed, and like you just bring the baby literally out between your legs and onto your boob. Well, have you seen and the videos of fine. like the newborn crawl where they like crawl yeah. off the boob? That doesn't for some people I've maybe seen, it does, but for yeah, me, I've seen that happen. I mean. For me too, I mean, with both my kids, it was a very natural first uh, latch. I mean, again, I had C-sections, but as soon as they put them on my chest, like the babies were grabbing for me at my boob and like trying to suck on me right away, pretty much within the first three minutes of them being on my chest. Allie did too. She was hungry right away. And the first latch was fine. The first like nursing session, I was like, oh, I could do this. And then it just like. It's hard though. No one tells you they're just going to want to be on you all the time. Like I was, I was. I don't know why I expected the baby to know that the baby doesn't need to eat all the time because like Aww. they do need to like, that's what like stimulates your milk to come in. Right. So if you don't do that, you still have to like sit on the pump or whatever, but yeah, that's know, like just- the hard thing is like waiting for the milk to come in and keeping them trying to have yeah. them latch when nothing really is coming out. I mean, but the good thing to remember is their, their belly is like the size of like a blueberry. Well, colostrum is like very <laughs> nutrient dense too. And I also think if yeah. I could like harvest some colostrum beforehand this time, yeah. I- I will do that. Um, I'm just going to see how it goes. I'm going to go and like prepare to like breastfeed if that's what I want to do, but also still have bottles because I'll pump either way. I'm not doing yeah. rounds bottles this time because like fuck all those pieces, honestly. Like I'm not doing it. And I've been doing uh, all this research on like what bottle is supposed to be the best. And the one that I want to use that like seems like it's the best one is out of stock everywhere. I guess. What's the best the bottle? The Even Flow Balance never heard of it so like the top of it is like grad like this gradually sloped like which is good for like a breastfeeding or like any baby rights it gives them a better latch and it has a vent in the top of the bottle so there's no extra pieces like the vents just in the bottle like you just have to make sure that it's open and that's it it's not an extra piece i i think the bottles that we use i got free from motherhood maternity like six years ago <laughs> are they the lanzano bottles no i think they're like phillips or oh yeah yeah and we tried a lot of bottles for Allie, but she was a reflux kid so she had to end up having dr brown so like we'll see you never know it's like a crapshoot really of what you get but i think that's the mindset of how i'm going into it like i'll have ready to feed formula on hand just in case i'll take some from the hospital like it's fine it'll be fine it's gonna be great we'll figure it out it's so exciting I also am just curious what Allie will think because she's never seen anyone like breastfeed a baby. Tonight, Lola, um, Lola asked if she could nurse. I was like, what? I was like, no. I was like, I was like, you get your food from avocados and She wanted to nurse off of you. I thought you meant she asked if like the baby could feed off of her. Oh, no, no, no. We were all in the bath and (laughs) you know how I was like, maybe I'll take a shower. No, what I got was a bath with both of my kids. Um, But we were in the bath and Annabelle started nursing in the bathtub and Lola was like, I'm going to nurse. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) I was surprised she hasn't asked sooner, but um. Yeah, I had to explain to her that she gets her food from other places. And then she just was like, I want ice cream now. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's not actually what I meant either. But exactly. Good. Should we talk about what's coming this season on Delete If Not Allowed? Yeah. Last season was, I want to say more personal. Like, it was definitely things that have been on our mind and like affecting us and like, things that I felt like we needed to put out to the world. But season two is more introspective. Like we are going to talk to other people. Like, yes, we had guests last time, but like we want to hear more about other people's experiences that we have no personal reference from, right? Like maybe that other people can relate to. Like I think empathy is a really important skill. Um, And like you have it as a parent, obviously, but like empathy toward other parents is hard, Um, especially when you're like we're all fighting this at the same time like and I think learning from other people's experiences makes you grateful for what you have but also can change your mindset on how you're parenting so I think like 
for me, like the big like theme of life, like is everyone's story is important and like learning stories like have value. And I think that's a lot of what season two is about. And we'll still share some of our own stories. Like, yeah, yeah. We'll still give our hot takes. I mean, I, I think the thing that I keep thinking about and like with Lola and just where I am, right? Like the stage of explaining things to my kid and it's a really good thing that people are different. Like it's, it's a really cool thing about this world that people are different than us. Yeah. And like that you have different styles of mothering or different things that you like about being a mom or different things that led you to be a mom or, you know, and I think that that's what a little bit what we're doing this season is like, like naming that there are really different approaches, different experiences, different, um, different ways to do this and it and it's not always the way that we would do it um and that's okay I mean you know you and I have really big differences about some things and it's fun and to talk about and it doesn't have to be um that one's right or wrong it's like what works for you at the moment and that's what we want to talk to is other people and what find out what works for them at the moment because that's a great way to learn is just you know, talking to people about what works. And under I think understanding differences is really like key too. Like someone might do something differently from you, like for a reason, and that's fine. Like Yeah. And what's gonna like have you ever um do you have the book We're Different, We're the Same? That's literally what that's, literally <laughs> that's what, what I was like thinking. I was that's reading it I was last night of. and I was just like, again, like it is and I think it's just like and I do it too, just in my life and in my circle, even like I'd be pulled to say, like, I've said it on this podcast, like find moms who think like you, find your people, right? And it's like, yes, and it's also really good to be, you can really be good friends with people who are different types of moms than you. And it's really great to talk to different type of you know, people in general than you, and you can learn a whole lot about yourself, about the world. And, you know, I don't know. I just was like I, reading I that book it, and I'm like, it's such a good thing to be different. It is. And it's so, I feel like it's so hard now because like politically, like everything we, like politics have invaded every like aspect of our lives. Right. So like, it's very much like you can tune into what you want and tune out what you don't. And it's like, that's not like to a point, yes like guard your peace but then also like you need to learn how to get along with people who are different than yeah. you the life skill and you have to teach your children that like you're gonna have to deal with people whether it's at work or in your own family or like a partner your kid brings home one day like that are different than you like and that's okay and you'll be a better person for it and like the world is better when we are diverse like if we're all the yeah. same like that's not like th think of cultural events where like everyone had to assimilate to the same way did that go over well? Don't think it did. So like, I just don't think that's like where we need to go. And like, as parents, I think there needs to be a better movement of like support for where you're at and like where you want to go versus judging what you're doing, because that's just not helpful. Like yeah, it builds shame. It builds resentment. It built like, it's already hard enough to make parent friends. Like don't make it harder. Yeah. So Season two is really, I think, about kind of like building those bridges and seeing what's different than us and the different parts of our life. Like, you're going to start having like two more active children. Like, Annabelle's basically a teenager. She's uh, so grown up. She, like, when she was like sitting up, I'm like, who let you do that? You're a baby. I know. Listen, I can see why little baby, like why the baby gets babied, because I'm just like, this is, this is a newborn child. And I'm like, holy, she is about to be four months old. Yeah, she's not a newborn. Anymore. Do you know what they start doing at four months old? A whole lot of stuff. I keep thinking, I'm like, she's just a little potato. She is not a potato. No. Is she rolling yet? Not she, like tomorrow she will be. It's like very stressful because I love leaving her on any piece of furniture <laughs> at any given time. <laughs> I have like, to have I have to watch two kids are you kidding me yeah so you're um, gonna have, like so that's like your life and like navigating like how we're gonna uh, be like working mom Lola's in like school more full-time there's things we want to do that are like bigger than this podcast to like change motherhood like around us like more globally and just like I think the experiences that we have like suffered honestly and like had have really shaped our views around how like women and parents and pregnant people and like babies should be treated so like that's a lot of part of the work we're gonna do that I want to do um 
and just like I'm gonna have a second kid that's fucking weird um we're the one thing I am I'm gonna get people hype about is we are gonna plan Corey's baby shower on this podcast I hope maybe next week should we record that because I'm so excited to talk about your baby we are, shower. like I won't like I will not talk about it in the group chat like we cannot burn content we're not doing this listen like, I think that's the hardest thing about being uh, doing a podcast with your best friend with your best is, friend is not that's like the content. slime thing I was like I can't wait to tell Corey about the slime thing and I'll be like it'll be better if we do it on the podcast because I'm glad you waited I'm glad we you really we try all the time we'll start talking like I have to tell you this but I'm not gonna burn the content and it's like oh my god so yeah these it's like really just like a catch-up uh hang sash you know slash Basically. spill the tea you know so, oh wow yeah maybe next week we will do the yeah shower. next week we're gonna give you our ins and outs oh no you said the baby shower <laughs> we can do both. how about you know what we can do both we're versatile women we can yeah. do the um, and then if like anything else happens in the world, like if anything implodes or, you know, whatever, we'll talk about that. Um, you know, it's just, it's a time. It's a time. And like 2024, like without getting too political, like I think either side of the aisle you're on, like it's an election year. Like you, I'm just not ready to deal with this bullshit again. Like if you have like family or friends or coworkers who just like think differently than you, like I know we've talked about embracing it, but like when it comes to election season, it's just like, oh, like people get so cranked like emotionally like i'm not ready for that yeah it's it's not a good um i don't think anybody's ready for that nobody is looking forward to this like, yeah no, no parent <sighs> wanting to deal with any of this shit it's hard enough as it is so we'll be your support it's hard out there yeah but difficult there's times fun, there's also fun stuff if you're building a registry we're going to talk about that um because i basically needed to start over because i've either gotten rid of my stuff it's too girl centric or i hated the shit i picked the last time so it's like yeah. starting from scratch. I love uh, it. But there's still good stuff from the last time. I've like trying to make notes and stuff. So there's a lot of good stuff coming. We're really excited for this year. There'll be two seasons this year. We're going to break it up a little bit. Uh, Pregnancy Brain apparently is also going to be featured in season two because I just cannot get it. I love it. It's a good, it's a good brain. Good is debatable. Uh, <laughs> hopefully I'm not sick by next week. And this whole three week sickness is um, fake news because... It I is. I'm confident. It, there's no way this is going to peak in 10 days. You've peaked. I mean, your cold has peaked. You have not peaked. <laughs> uh, it's fine. I'm like, yep, accurate. All accurate. I've also peaked. I'm no. not guessing from bed. I think I've peaked at this point. No. <laughs> Dude, I went to the dentist today and they were like, have you had any changes to your health history? And I was like, no. And then I was like, oh, well, I had a baby since the last time I was here. Oh, and my gallbladder was taken out. And they were like, oh my God. Okay. And they made a note. And then they were like, so like tell us about your baby like they're like oh like was your c-section i forget what they said and i was like yeah it was a little hard because we had rsv and they were like oh my god that's terrible and then i was like realizing like since the podcast started i've had a baby a gallbladder taken out rsv and covid and a sinus infection so here's to 2024 being a healthier year for I mean, my can't, family. Can't say that's happening yours. here. Can't say that. Listen, happening. you can only go up from here. You're bedridden in the new year. <laughs> I'm not actually bedridden. I just prefer to be here. Um, Same. Um, but you know, we're just like, come chat with your friends. Come catch up. Tell us what you want to hear. If you Bring have a story your to mom tell, drama. DM us. If there's any mom drama, oh, there was one today. I'm not going to elongate this podcast, but I'll bring it next week. There was a controversial post in one of my mom groups. You're going to leave me hanging with that? Okay, fine. I'll talk about it. So it was, anonymous, <laughs> it was an anonymous post, which, okay, anonymous posting in mom groups is off the wall. Like Everything will be anonymous. It'll be like, what color should I paint my baby's nursery that doesn't need to be anonymous? Like stuff like that. So this one was, and I like the comment, I feel like it got deleted. I'm going to go back and look. But it said- Was it not what, allowed? <laughs> it was like, at what age- would you leave your kid by themselves in the car to run into a store or a restaurant? Um, I would say never years old. Oh, wait, what? You mean like 10? Well, then you're not like a baby. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, what, what were they asking? Like two years old? Like, I think they were expecting someone to be like, yeah, you can leave your three year old in the car. Like, that was the vibe. What? No. And I they don't... were like, no, like, carjacking happens all the time like if someone just sees a kid sitting in the car like, that's scary you can't just do that or like god forbid something happened like something malfunctioned and the kids in the car by themselves they can't save themselves like yeah or somebody hits the car and the kids in it like there's just so no you just shouldn't do that and the vibe was that like that was not what this person was looking to hear and also just like posting a mom groups to be your own validation like if you're doing that then you're yeah don't nope 
Nope. Yeah, that's in, that's intense. Yeah. <laughs> I remember though the first time Lola moved out of the car seat carrier into a big girl car seat. I had to like run into a CVS and I had this moment where Such I was like, what do I do? Because it's like the time before they're really like walking well enough to like be on their own. But like, I was so used to the car seat cause you like carry the car seat everywhere. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, Either I think you stroller or just stroller or holder, holder. but like, it was like a nightmare. I remember I, call, I was on the phone with Jay and I was like, can I just like leave her? I wasn't really serious, but I was like, can I just like leave her for a second? He was like, absolutely not get her out of the car i was like okay <laughs> uh, it's like you wish you could in yeah. a way because it would just like be easier but like no yeah it's yeah you're not playing with that no. i don't know i guess i feel like if a kid can like like you know run and yell for help and like you know it's like your 10 year old your 12 year never, old whatever it's, the convenience is never worth like the bad thing that could happen i feel like i hear you yeah like, I remember once that Chris told me he let, like, when Allie was, like, a smaller baby, she was maybe, like, 10 months old, that he, like, we used to, like, um, bring Vivi to dog daycare twice a week so she could, like, go get her socialization. And he would park right in front, run in and get the dog and come out. And he left her in the car. I was like, you can never leave her in the car. Like, what? A-? And he was like, there's nobody else there. I'm like, it's nighttime. Someone gets you in the car. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I could see her the entire time. I was like, I don't care. Don't ever do that. So hopefully that ended that. But it's just never it's never it's never worth it and i think of all the times that my mom left me alone in the car when i was like i don't know six seven in like middletown not safe safe. my the one of my favorite things to do though like i guess like if you're like a new parent and someone's asking how they can help you have someone run errands with you (laughs) because it's really fun to have to be able to leave someone in the car with your kid and you can run in and do things especially in winter and like with a newborn like i'll do that now it's like jay and i too (laughs) i'll never forget this (laughs) jay and i we had we had both girls it was the first time we went out with both kids we went to like a carnival thing and a truck thing i don't even know some fair and um both girls fell asleep and i was like babe i was like sit in the car both kids fell asleep i was like do you want to like go like do something like park and like do something and he was like what do you want to do and i was like like get mcdonald's or something like Like, what were you thinking of (laughs) (laughs) and he was like oh oh okay and it was just so funny and i was like like our two kids are asleep in the backseat of the car like i was (laughs) i was like do you want to go somewhere he was like what are you thinking and i was like dude like like let's snack in the car like and watch netflix while the kids sleep in the car what (laughs) of course (laughs) that's what i was thinking (laughs) no and you have both your babies at the same time of year so that's i'm gonna have a baby in a much warmer time which is gonna be different too i'm so excited i have so many short sleeves did you see all the stuff that i gave you (laughs) i have not even i have like it is in my like to-do pile i have not i saw there was like a halloween onesie on top yeah okay it's perfect because the onesie was like a six month onesie and i was like oh he'll be six months like in the fall but who knows what size he'll be wearing so i don't know i hope he can wear her halloween costume again because i loved it so much but the taco no what was the first one the the spaghetti spaghetti meatballs so cute a relic she, i think she like ate a piece of the styrofoam to be honest with you because there was like a bite missing one of the meatballs she makes lived. it more authentic yeah she lived it was fine i hope everyone like enjoyed their break like coming back well rested and like this is just a piece of your week that you can just like commute to vibe out to pretend like you're hanging out with your friends like we're back we're here for you it's gonna be a really exciting second season i am pumped for it a lot to talk about so Woo-hoo! until next time Season two. Thank you for listening to Delete If Not Allowed. We'd love if you'd send in your parenthood questions or hottest mom group drama to deleteifnotalloudpod at gmail.com. This podcast was hosted by Rachel Cook and Corey Santiago, produced by Megan Conroy, Rachel Cook, and Corey Santiago. Edited by Jesse Sander, music by Nate Sander. We'd like to thank our husbands, our daughters, and all the people who helped us along the way, however big or small. New episodes of Delete If Not Allowed drop every Wednesday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Delete If Not Allowed Pod or find us on Facebook as Delete If Not Allowed.